With the holiday season right on top of us, I think a lot of people can relate with the feeling of stress. Even though the holidays are supposed to be one of the most happy, blissful, and joyous times of the year, for some reason, the holiday season, whether that's getting presents for people, seeing loved ones or relatives that you might not agree with so much, just kind of has that feeling of stress in the air for many people. So for the holidays, I'm going to be talking about stress and more specifically, stress management. We're going to dive a little bit into what makes stress, what is stress, how you can deal with stress, the causes and effects of stress, and then ways that you can make your life a little less stressful. This is the third episode of the Skills to a Happy Life series within the Shortcast with Ryan podcast. If you want to listen to the first two episodes, you can listen to them anywhere you listen to podcasts. The first one is on self-awareness. The second is on communication. And if you like this episode, you'll definitely like those too. But without further ado, let's dive in. To start this episode off, let's go ahead and define what stress is, and then also define what stress management is. So stress is the feeling of emotional or physical tension, or it's the feeling of being overwhelmed or unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. So stress is something all of us deal with in our lives at some point or another, And often, many of us feel stress on a weekly or even daily basis. While unfortunately, there can even be lots of people who deal with stress or live with stress in a constant feeling or a constant way. And this can manifest as stress or anxiety. But there are infinite causes of stress. Whether that's your living situation, your relationships, work, or even your own thoughts, stress can come from almost anywhere. But there's two main types of stress that we can talk about. The first being acute and the second chronic. Acute stress is related to short-term or stressful situations. Chronic stress is related to long-term stressful feelings. And unfortunately, both of these have unpleasant side effects that can affect us and can cause things like headaches, tiredness, lack of sleep, anxiety, depression, bowel troubles, irritability, muscle aches, and a whole lot more. So with all these side effects and other reasons, there are tons of reasons why we should learn to manage our stress, even if it's to avoid some of these side effects. Stress can also be one of the leading indicators to many other health problems because of the direct side effects or how we end up coping with or managing our own stress. Because of how stress works, it has the double whammy effect of being related to a negative feedback loop that can cause more and more stress unless the cycle is broken. Let's say, for example, we feel stressed so are a little bit tired during the day, but unable to sleep at night, causing us to feel more tired the following day and not getting done everything that we needed to get done, which causes more stress, which causes less sleep, more tiredness, less done, less sleep, less done, more tiredness, more stress, etc. 
This cycle can continue to where you get stuck in a negative stress feedback loop until something is done to break the cycle. But stress isn't all bad, and it's something that shouldn't necessarily be gotten rid of entirely. Stress is a natural body mechanism and something that is actually there for a reason. Stress can help us in high-pressure situations. It's often the feeling you get when you're close to a deadline or a project that needs to be done, and it might give you a sudden heightened sense of energy or focus you can use to complete a project. Stress also occurs, occurs acutely when responding to emergencies or crisis situations and is closely related to the adrenaline system that can help us act in almost superhuman and decisive ways when the time really comes for it. So this is why stress management is so important. We're all going to be feeling these feelings of stress throughout our entire lives. And so learning how to use that as a tool, build a better relationship with stress, and learn how to manage both the feelings of stress, how we deal with them, and then what is causing the stress is super, super important. But let's define stress management. Stress management is the ability to relieve, reduce, or manage these pressures in order to feel less the burden of stress or carry on despite the stressful feelings and utilize stress as the psychological tool it's meant to be. Not only do we want to avoid the unpleasant side effects of stress that can affect our happiness, well-being, and longevity, but we can learn to manage our stress and turn it into a tool. There are tons of benefits of managing stress well. When we manage our stress well, it doesn't mean we necessarily eliminate all stress, but we learn to separate the agony of stress from stressful feelings themselves. We can learn to take the feelings of stress and channel that energy into actions that have positive benefits, reduce the stress, and avoid the stressful side effects, which can give us more energy, fulfillment, and happiness in our day-to-day -day lives. People also find that if they're managing their stress well, they tend to sleep better, are more relaxed, have more energy, are more productive, have increased patience, are healthier, and even live longer. So let's get a little bit practical and start talking about how we can manage and reduce our stress. Unfortunately, most of our natural tendencies for dealing with stress aren't usually the most beneficial. We call these coping mechanisms. The unfortunate rea reality is many times it is easier to engage in short-term harmful coping mechanisms that perpetuate the cycle of stress rather than positive coping mechanisms that alleviate long-term stress. Everyone has different ways they cope with stress, whether they're aware of it or not. Lots of people tend to numb themselves with substances. Alcohol, marijuana, and nicotine are three contenders that are more or less socially acceptable ways people cope with stress. But these are similar to band-aids placed on a wound that won't heal. There are almost infinite coping mechanisms, and many that are unique to individuals, but lots of the common coping mechanisms could be things like scrolling social media, 
over watching TV or media, using substances, creating distractions, pornography, excess work, and unfortunately, even taking out stress on other people. Most of these behaviors may temporarily numb or distract you from the pain of stress, but they often only last temporarily and can even exacerbate the stress you'll feel when you're done with the activity or behavior and can create an addiction loop or uh, addicting you to that coping mechanism. One little trick that I use to question my own coping behaviors is to ask myself, is this action enhancing or numbing my experience? If you're at a friend's house or at a party and having a couple drinks, that alcohol might actually be enhancing your experience. But if you get home from work, feel overwhelmed or stressed, that very same alcohol or any other coping behavior might be numbing your experience or distracting you from your stress and is one of your coping mechanisms to be aware of. Now, it isn't all bad and no one is perfect. Even though I know lots of things about my own life and how I cope with stress, I still will get stressed out and grab a drink. It's completely normal for us to use these coping mechanisms, and from time to time, none of these coping mechanisms at once are necessarily bad. It's whenever we become habitual with our coping mechanisms. Having a drink on a night where you're feeling stressed just once isn't going to kill you or ruin your life. But if it becomes the type of thing where you're having drinks every single night to numb or distract yourself from your stressful experiences, that's where things can start to develop into problems. And you're, you're perpetuating the cycle of stress and becoming addicted to the coping mechanism of your choice. But there are also good ways to cope with the feelings of stress that don't have the harmful effects like the mechanisms above. A few great ways to deal with stress is through exercise, writing, meditating, playing music, cleaning your environment, sharing with friends or family or a therapist in constructive ways, cooking, getting outside, organizing, and even working on eliminating the source of your stress. These activities can often take a bit more effort on the front end, aren't quite as simple to do as some of the harmful coping mechanisms, but can relieve just as much, if not more, stress in a way that not only relieves your stress, but can cause other positive, healthy benefits to your life too. With all of these mechanisms for coping with stress, to help manage our stress better, it's important to understand how our behaviors create feedback loops and habits. We tend to engage in whatever coping mechanism is both easiest and creates the fastest feeling of relief, which is unfortunately why so many of our stress coping mechanisms are things like substances or generally harmful distractions. They create fast, short-term relief but often mean you will continue to use these mechanisms to deal with ongoing stress and form harmful habits that can even cause further stress and further negative coping mechanisms. The great thing is, you can use this knowledge to build powerful, positive habits as well. When feeling stressed, if you're able to engage in activities like exercise, 
meditation, organization, or writing, it may not be as immediately gratifying, but can become even more powerful as a stress management tool, as some of the harmful coping mechanisms, but while also improving your health, well-being, and happiness. So just to recap that point, one of the best ways to deal with stress is to address your coping mechanisms and try to find coping mechanisms that not only help reduce your stress, but build positive habits too. The other powerful approach to dealing with stress is to eliminate the sources of stress. This can sometimes be very challenging and can even be impossible based on what's causing your stress. For example, if your stress is coming from your job, it may be challenging, but isn't impossible for you to switch jobs and reduce that stress. On the other hand, if your stress is coming from something like your children, then for obvious reasons you can't get rid of your children, but you might be able to find better ways to cope with your stress, alleviate your stress, or redefine the relationship with your children uh, that's causing you stress. Many of the causes of stress can be dealt with and should be dealt with if they're causing chronic stress over time. We tend to overlook these solutions because they're often challenging or require more work to execute. But if your job is causing chronic stress, maybe you should try to find a different job. If your friends are causing chronic stress, Maybe you should find different friends or reevaluate your relationship to them and how they cause the stress. If you're unhappy with your relationship, how can you either repair your relationship or might you be happier if you were to break up? If it's your thoughts that are stressful, how can you get those thoughts out of your head? Or could a therapist perhaps help you navigate and reevaluate your thoughts and how they stress you? Many of the biggest things in life that stress us out often have ways we can either manage, reduce, or solve. But it takes baby steps and it takes effort and it's not easy. But it's oftentimes the things that are hard which are most worth doing. Last but not least, it is possible to redefine your relationship to stress. By simply understanding that the feelings of stress are natural and intended to actually help you address some of the most pressing issues in your life, it is possible to even feel thankful for these feelings and harness them to help motivate you into taking positive actions that create beneficial habits. It's also possible to realize that lots of stress is temporary, and temporary stresses will pass. There are a lot of great ways you can ease the pain without further causing issues. It's all part of being human. But there isn't a miracle activity. There's no miracle pill or fix to stress. And honestly, there shouldn't be because it's so unique to every person as an individual. The best thing you can do is to experiment with many different positive coping mechanisms and see if there's one that resonates with you and that you can build into a habit. For me and lots of others, That's exercise, but it could be anything from exercise to art, creating, meditating, writing, talking, therapy, cuddling puppies, cooking, cleaning, and much more. You just have to try these out and figure out what's going to work best for you. 
So go out and improve how you cope with your stress and build these positive habits. Figure out the deeper causes to your chronic stress and take baby steps to eliminate it. And begin redefining your relationships to the feelings of stress so that you can once again build yet another important skill to a happy life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Shortcast with Ryan, episode three of the Skills to a Happy Life series. This was a really challenging episode for me, um, mainly because I've been stressed out recently myself. And trying to tackle what stress is and stress manage it, management is, is quite a challenge that um, even had the best of me for several weeks. But I hope that you found at least some useful information about stress and stress management and hope you can use a few of those tips and tactics to help better manage the stress in your own life. I've been working on tons of awesome projects recently, including a turkey video that just released on my YouTube channel where I learned to cook a delicious turkey from scratch and documented the journey and the process of how I went about learning to cook my first turkey. You can find that on my YouTube channel, Real with Ryan. You can also find my full website, realwithryan.com, that connects all of my different media together from my Instagram to my TikTok to my podcast, to my YouTube channel, and more. You'll also, I also just created a Discord server. So if you'd like to join that Discord server, the link will be in the description below. It will also be found on my website, but the Discord name is Real with Ryan. It's a place where you can join the community of people that listen to these podcasts and videos, have conversations with me, share your ideas, and just get involved with the conversation. So I hope you enjoy that. There's no cost or anything involved. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you go out and enjoy your holidays if uh, you're listening to this in December 2021. And let's get ready to have an amazing 2022. I think with some of these skills to a happy life, whether that's self-awareness, communication, stress management, and the more episodes to come, we all can live a little bit better in the next couple years. But thank you so much for listening. And as always, thank you for keeping it real with Ryan.